0: we help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston.
1: All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in Studio HQ, Profit Pulse Fitness HQ. Joined as always by Randy Angston, Was a guy. How we
2: doing,
0: brother?
1: Dude, I'm pumped, man. Yeah, I'm pumped. This Black Friday thing's got me thinking, man. I'm uh thinking. We should try to set like we'll do like a leaderboard, like a record of how many who who wins. And I think give I away was some prizes. About that stuff. when
2: we were kind of talking with yesterday, kind of formulating what we should do, like how it's going to go, plaque down. or something, yeah. or
1: literally award somebody
2: for the most 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 few. revenue. I'm really curious who's got the biggest engaged list. Yeah, you know, like who has a list that they can actually sell to. Dude, we, we could see a hundred thousand dollars
1: in a week know, yeah. a couple weekend of weeks. weekend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> Quick reminder, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to that episode, it was the one right before this one. So just, you know, listen to this one and then go back, back a level. And one other thing, guys, we don't have a lot of reviews on our, on mm-hmm. our podcast. We'd love to hear what you think about our podcast. A five-star with a glowing review is obviously what we would want That's to see, but, uh, for. you know, I think we have like 60 or 61, you know, ratings. We'd love to see that in the hundreds, you sure. know, it'd be cool. Cause we've had well over 50,000 downloads. So hopefully. I think over 60 now. 60,000 yeah. downloads. I haven't looked in a while, but yeah. uh, very cool. So we got that. Uh, this episode today is going to be just a little bit different. It's going to be uh, more, a little bit more tactical, a little bit more um, what we're seeing in, in questioning about what gym owners are using as their hook, their marketing, their offers. Yeah, more the marketing realm. So tell me why why this topic today. Yeah, you
2: know, obviously as part of what I do. I take our calls with gym owners, right? A lot of you guys call in and and we discuss your business. And so before I get on the phone with somebody, I do my own vetting and research. And so I'm popping around all these different gym websites and looking at their, essentially the pole in the water. If I, you know, from their website side, I'll look up their Facebook, uh, Instagram, things like that. And all of the time, I'm still seeing gyms leading with things like a free session or a free consultation. Or, f- free or class. a free class. And as we continue to, to talk about marketing, talk about building businesses, building the business, talk about the systems that are, are into play, and now consider where we are in business today, I don't think that that is enough to continue to market or to sell and move somebody into a high-end membership. Okay. I think that gym owners are, I don't think that, that we've looked at it in a long time. I think that that was the thing that worked for a long time. And it was just kind of the industry standard. Yeah, come, sure, drop in. Or a free know, week. Our, yeah, I mean, a free, week, a free week might have a little bit more legs depending on what you're servicing within that week. What they get, yeah. Yeah, what they're what you're delivering upon. But I wanted to talk about it because the, uh, the our objective when it comes to gaining a client is not just generally, usually, I mean, obviously we talk with gyms across the board, but most of our clients are personal training, semi-private, mm-hmm. one-on-one, even group training, but more of the training model where it's intimate, it carries a little bit higher cost. This is not a 999 gym membership. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking, some of these things carry, you know, three, four, $5,000 costs per year. And, uh, you know, before the podcast, we're talking about a, a quarter to a fifth of a vehicle that these people right. are investing with you, and you're you're expecting to be able to do that with maybe an hour's worth of time with this individual, and so I think that we're really downplaying the level of service we can provide to a prospect and in if we realign kind of our servicing, our offering,
1: how we're trying to bring somebody through the door, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see greater success, yeah, I think you're right, especially the the free consultation one that room kind of bugs me like really. I think the marketplace, is what you would hope, they would understand that's a sales a pitch. A sales pitch. Yeah. I mean, like even the gym I train at, you know, when I'm not here at HQ, I walk through
2: the door and they got a giant banner across, right in front of their personal training you know, station that says, sign up for your free consultation. Nobody, mm. nobody walks over to the table and does that.
1: What that, are they doing? It's
2: full trans. I mean, everybody knows like, hey, this is my opportunity to go pay more money for a service that maybe I want.
1: Maybe I want, maybe I don't need, whatever. But exactly. So.
2: But position it in a different way. I think that we need to, more of the relationship management, more of the understanding. I think we're so hung on direct response marketing, and we have been since Mark Facebook really took off with it, mm-hmm. that our assumption is that all that works, that's where we should be putting our time and attention, and we're completely-
1: Missing the boat.
2: M- yeah, in a way where- you know, you can generate a lead, just because you generated a lead and somebody was interested in in whatever that you know they opted in for, maybe it was an ebook or a recipe guide or something, that doesn't mean you need to pitch them today to join your business. Mm-hmm. Like let's open up a line of conversation. Let's build a relationship. And I think that we're burning leads, calling the leads bad, when that lead was not interested in buying your stuff. That lead was interested in your ebook. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's build some value with that client.
1: Well, that goes into our whole coaching model with the Ascension Ladder exactly, and getting people from the lead magnet, the, the ebook up to, you know, the next level and the next level and the next level. I think marketing, the purpose of every piece of the marketing is to move them into the next step. So, Correct. so the image is to get their attention, to stop, so They read to stop, you, you read it to then hopefully be intrigued. The button's there for you to then to click into the next step. And then read, and then you have to have a video. You know, mm-hmm. each each thing is to get them to the next step, and the offer the offer has to be buried in there somewhere that's intriguing enough to get somebody to continue to want to move forward because it's a it's a step by step little micro c- commitments yeah. happening throughout this process. Even if somebody drives past your building, the sign stop, think, move it. Like there's micro commitments happening Absolutely. throughout the, the marketing cycle, but. I think the bigger point here is once you do get them in the gym, what you offer, what the services you're providing before they become a member has a big impact on whether or not they become a a basic member, a bootcamp member or a high-end personal training member. Yeah. And I think that we've gotten to a point where we're, it's almost like
2: like pure scarcity mindset or desperation, where we will say and do anything to get a lead through the door. And then we're going to, we're, we're, grabbing at straws, doing whatever we can to sell them something, as opposed to positioning and planning and guiding somebody, prescribing the 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 fix, if you may, right, to their problems. Marketing is a process. And I think that I honestly feel
1: like most gyms in this industry, we don't market. No, they we sell. The 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 complete I guess marketing campaign is one ad to one offer and go. That's that's what you see. Exactly. And that's selling. And then when this month, when that dries up, what's the next play? Exactly. The, shi- the shiny ball syndrome, right? We're, we're, we're hopping from hook to hook to hook. Hook to hook to hook. Yeah. And it's a tough place to be because yes, at any given point you need leads in your gym sure. coming in, right? And unfortunately, a lot of times what happens in order to get a high volume of lead, the offer then needs to be a little bit, well, one free, free always generates leads. So guys, if you want leads offer free, if you want to, you want to blow up your feed. Get, yeah, get, hold on. If you want like unlimited leads, unlimited. And this is like the secret nobody's talking about. Here's your secret offer. If you want leads, offer a free membership. Boom, <laughs> give it all away guys. Free membership. You're going to get leads. Trust me on this one. hundred <laughs> percent,
2: that, but that's exactly how I feel. Like. Well, you know, we're constantly By the way, guys,
1: that was very sarcastic. Yes. Please don't don't offer that. But the point is. Well, even to Mm
2: -hmm. that, you could offer that as a raffle or as a contest or something along those lines. And I think I think state law might apply on what you can and can't do there. But, you know, obviously check there. But, you know, that is a hook, right? You could run a challenge or a sweepstakes for a free membership. You're going to get a bunch of people throwing their information into that hat but they're not interested in coming in and buying a membership most likely.
1: Yeah, the big takeaway from what I just said is if you want a bunch of leads, which are names and numbers on a piece of paper, that's all they're worth. There's the ink that they were printed on the paper, that's all they're worth. The point is that those people are never- They're not buyers. They're not buyers, you're gonna waste your time. Exactly. So don't waste your time. And I think that we as an industry need to get back to servicing
2: the marketplace with, the, with our intention, right? right? To help people. And not just sell something. And I think that when we can continue to create better content, give away value, the you know the more of that long term play, you're you're not gonna run out of leads because you have a consist. It's gonna be in your you're gonna have leads because they live in your email list. If you, you may. own the leads, you own them at this point. But then you the buying cycle is always based upon the when the consumer is ready to buy, not necessarily when you're ready to sell them something. And I think we've become so desperate and so hung on direct sales and everything's about discounted offers, buy now, do it today.
1: Direct response, yeah.
2: But but we don't have like, I mean, everything I read with marketing, it's about positioning the offer at the right time, not positioning in front of the person when you when you have their attention. We haven't earned the opportunity to sell to this person yet. And marketing is very, very much deep. It's very deep in psychology, right? and. I think it might be Seth Godin's This Is Marketing that mm-hmm. stands out for, this idea stood out for me, but I honestly think we're doing ourselves and we're doing our marketplace a disservice and we're burning leads. We're burning the people in our localities because we're literally too aggressive on the sale. Not that you shouldn't sell when the is in front of you, but make sure you have the right to sell to that individual.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you're turning a bunch of people off. Yeah. The case in point is the six-week challenge uh, blow-up, yes. right? You burn through your entire marketplace. And I feel bad for the folks that are in smaller towns They have 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 people in their market and everybody's heard about it and everybody's gotten wind of it and they don't want to deal with you. And next time you have something even amazing to share with them, they don't, they're not paying attention anymore.
2: You know, here's a perfect example. And it, it just kind of clicked. I mean, it's not a, it's not apples to apples, but I just got a text message earlier. Somebody bought a list somewhere Mm-hmm. I my name must have been on it. It's an old resident that I a residence that I lived in, never owned the home, but I get a text message that says, Hey Randy, I'm a buyer in Scottsdale looking to buy homes. Would you are have you ever considered selling this residence? Yeah. One, do some damn research because it's my name's not on that mortgage. My name's not on that title. Yeah. Why are you positioning an opportunity to sell or you know, sell your services to me or pitch me on something?
0: Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.comslash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth. And it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's slash grow. Check it out. And let's turn those day to day challenges into triumphs. All right. Now let's get back to the show.
1: I guess from what that I'm realtor standpoint, own. he's like, let me blast this out there. What do I have to lose? And one, if I hook one person, but you know, on Facebook, it's a little different because now you're page your logo versus a text where versus you, a te- yeah and i have no idea who this guy is yeah, right so but, so you wouldn't know anyway so exactly. so in that situation the guy's just shotgunning it and yeah. he's gonna go for it and yeah but he yeah totally missed the boat
2: but i think that it, a lot of it's happening where we're literally throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks Sucks. as opposed to creating a, and formulating a plan or positioning a few different offers or a few different poles in the water Allowing yourself to build a list of engaged individuals who are interested in the things that you're selling. You know what I mean? Create a system that will allow you the opportunity to sell to people who are interested in buying. Not just slap everybody. You know, it's like the the candy bar at the checkout. You know, they don't literally throw one in everyone's bag. You have to want it in order to buy it. And we don't. We're not marketing to our individuals. We're trying to sell long before... We have
1: somebody's interest. Yeah, yeah. And Going back to what you give them as far as maybe it's a free week, maybe it's 14 days, maybe it's a paid, whatever. When they're in your gym, the big thing to take away here is that you give them or you service them with the services you want them to convert into. Yes. Should make sense, right? If they if they only do your large group training because it was cost-effective for you to provide that service and you do, you gave it away for cheap, you're not going to convert them into a, like a semi-private training client unless they've tried it. They only know what they know. So you can't expect them to go from a $99 or $150 up to like a $400 membership because one, they haven't experienced the small group training and two, it's too big of a jump. And on top of that, that, that brings up another point,
2: right? Your services have to be a different experience. If you have a gym where group training is the same as your semi-private, is the same as your one-on-one, just the number of people that are doing the workout is different. Mm-hmm. That's not the same. That's not a different level of service.
0: Yes,
1: this is something we coach our clients on very, very close, uh, especially the ones that are converting from boot camp, large group training models into semi-private training. The service you provide have to look, act, taste, feel different because like to your point, Randy, if it's the same workout, the same exact everything just with Half as many people, you can't call that semi-private training, and you can't charge more for that. What you can charge for more is personalized coaching, you know, more availability, different movements, mm-hmm. strength training versus everybody's in a room getting sweaty, yeah, just a metabolic conditioning or something. You sure. can charge more for that. In fact, that you should is what you should be doing, yeah. <laughs> you should be charging more for that, um, and that's and it's really why the benefit is. To move to semi private training because you can charge a lot more, you can make more per hour, but you're giving your client a better experience, better result, I should say. The experience is negligible because you may have a great large group training experience, but that might not be the same for like experience that somebody wants in semi private training. So it's a, it's a little thing. But also going back to getting people to move up into your larger your small group training from large group, you've got to give it to them. So a lot of ways we do it. One of the best ways to do it is an upgrade challenge or a challenge where they buy in for just for your clients, and then with the challenge, with the six week, eight week, twelve week, whatever it is, they get the next level of service up for their fee. So you can kind of give them a taste of what mm-hmm. what it is, and we always convert out of that. Another way to do that, guys, is pick five to ten boot camp or call them boot camp here, but like large group training members five to 10 of them, bring them into the office, explain to them that you want to give them 30 days free at this next level membership because you see that they would benefit from it and all the reasons why, and watch what happens Yes. at he, the end of those 30 days. Uh,
2: make that your challenge. If you have that availability within your facility, do that. Because we, we, I just got off the phone with one of our private clients who's making that transition, didn't have semi-private available as a service in his gym before. Mm-hmm. They ran uh, a lot of you know publications, he, he, like you know, made, made the uh, membership base very aware that something new was coming. It was different than what they had experienced in the past. They had 20 people try that service, and they had, uh, I don't know what he's converted yesterday or so far, but a- after we talked, he had 25 verbals out of, out of t- 20 <laughs> people that tried it. So obviously, guys, there are people in your facilities that want to experience something new or want a different result. And that brings up another point. I was having a conversation about the CLA and the reason that we leave what we call breadcrumbs on our leads as they come into the business. If somebody comes into your business on a specific offer versus general more information, let's say, for this, let's get specific, right? Let's say your website has your trial and it's got, it's listed out as what's included with a form that they could fill out versus the contact us section on your website that doesn't have any information, maybe a box, like, you know, what are you looking for type of thing? Those are two different areas, but they are they leave clues, right? That should work your way into your system. When you sit down with that individual, you shouldn't start both of those conversations like, hey, you know,
1: how can we help you today?
2: No, you know, specifically what this person's interested in. Let's start to guide that conversation. Let's lead with that. Yeah. I
1: see that you're interested in our trial. Yes,
2: exactly. Uh. Right. I mean, that's powerful.
1: Yeah. When, and they, that, when you know what they're interested in before they even come in. And it yeah. tells
2: the, the consumer that, hey, they've paid attention. Mm-hmm. They care about me. And I, I'm not even part of their organization yet. They've done more than what most businesses would do. And I haven't even given them any money yet. Mm-hmm. So win your clientele over by creating a better relationship with them. Provide value long before expecting them to cut you a check. I think that we need to get back to
1: that. I think that's what we're doing on this podcast, buddy. What do you think? I think that's exactly Uh what we're doing Uh with this podcast. We're giving you guys some value.
0: (laughs) Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show.
1: So that's a good challenge. That, that is a great challenge for them to take what, away. Pull, pull 10 of them in once a month and just do it. I mean, we do it we do it periodically. We're dwindling down our boot camps mm-hmm. on purpose, and we're we've kind of moved everybody up. So let me loop you all in what's going on here. So we made a decision a while back that semi private training is, is the way to the future for us. We didn't see boot camp as being strictly, yeah, strictly boot camp going being a big help for us. We may have reconsidered a little bit for a couple of reasons. And I know people ask me this Hey, how's it going with the no boot camps? Well, we never got rid of them, we cut them in half, and then we've even cut them even further down. So there's way less availability. And this is a struggle for us. Like, what do we do when somebody cannot afford? Our lowest price point would be three hundred sixty five dollars. Like, what? What do we do? Should we have something here? Because almost, I mean, you, you count the numbers of the people that were started with us in boot camp and now are in semi private. That's just the that's the stair step. That's the ascension yep. to get them in. We wouldn't have gotten those people. So, are we really cutting our foundation out by not having a boot camp membership, a large group training, as a feeder into our semi private? And I think. We, Zach and I, both agree that's probably needs to be in there somewhere. We need to have something. We knew, and it's always been like twenty percent or less of our revenue comes from boot camp. But I think we should have it on some capacity. It may you know, but we also look at very closely every quarter at the capacity, yep. the attendance, and right away we we identified two sessions that we're going to re- take off the schedule and replace with semi-private. Right away because, they're, you know, they're very low, Yep. Ma- you know, attended. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. So that's what we do. We constantly analyze what's happening. We're constantly testing. We're constantly understanding, you know, what's going to drive the business forward and small group training for us is the, it has always been there and it's definitely going to be there in the future, but we're probably going to have something just below it. And, you know, a couple other reasons too, because we, you know, we enjoy training that method. I mean, it's fun. The music's pumping, high five and chest bumps, sweaty, sweaty bodies all over the place. And and people get great results from it too. I'm not going to discredit that at all, but from a financial model, it doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense, but there's some potential to have it. I think we'll talk about this after, but I think we've got our next podcast episode figured out from that. Boom. Yeah. And that's how we come up with our podcast yeah. <laughs> on the fly, on the fly. But if you want to help us, feel free to leave it in a review. We'd yeah.
2: love to talk about what you specifically need
1: help with. Yeah, so this this episode really was, well, you know, what's that offer? Is it a free week or is it a free consultation? Is it a free class? I think you need to look a little bit harder, make it more appealing. And then when they do come in, when they do come in, for us, it's always been a trial always been condensed version of our normal best selling membership. Yeah, and some of this comes back to the idea of, of
2: you know your cost per acquisition versus the ROI, right? The the idea that we've talked about we talked about in the past and the idea we teach our clients on buying customers. If you look at your business and you you know your marketing expense, then what it costs to service this client before we've collected anything from them, guys, we're we're still paying fractional amount of money for most of these people. I mean, pennies on the dollar, right? Like of what pl- they're worth? Yeah, for what yeah. they're providing for our business once they sign on the line. Like, don't be afraid of investing $100 towards somebody
1: that's going to cut you
2: a check for five grand. Every mm. time, every single time.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. I, 100%, I teach this. I know. <laughs> I, it's
2: exactly what I
1: taught. I taught uh, to a mastermind group uh, last week was this exact thing. You know, you cannot be afraid to spend money on acquisition. You cannot. But see, p- where people get nervous... Is they're so conditioned to be get to get four dollar leads, and when a when a lead comes in at forty dollars, they shut off the campaign, but they don't have all the data. Yep. And by the time that person ends up coming in and signing up for a membership, maybe you paid a hundred and maybe paid two hundred dollars to acquire that person, and that client's worth four thousand. Like, look at that number. Is yes. would you pay two two hundred dollars for a four thousand dollar client? Of course you would. But you've been so conditioned to look at the cost per lead. Just the cost per lead. Stop, stop guys. You don't have all the, and here's another podcast episode. (laughs) You don't have all the data. There we go. (laughs) Did it didn't. And that's uh. so yeah, I definitely want to talk about that because that was, that hit home. We had a lot of questions about Mm -hmm. that particular slide that when I was going through that presentation, but yeah, fun stuff, guys, get clear on who you want to attract. Get clear. I think I was hearing uh, somebody talking about it the other day. If you have a, if you're running a semi-private training studio with, you know, 45-year-old women and a bodybuilder comes in and wants to do powerlifting, you know, we're not a good fit for you. It's okay to say no. Yeah, it's okay to say no. So you have to be clear, you know, in the past, maybe if you're a young trainer, run, young young business, you might want to take that client because it's money. But at the same time, you're going to end up being fragmented and you can't service everybody the same way. So be careful there. But going back to your offer, your hook, a couple things to look at. Over over deliver what it is. Yes. Go go create that evergreen trial, that thing that's going to be your staple trial to get people to try your gym. I still think you need to try before you buy in a lot of in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, and I do agree that a paid trial is much more valuable than a free trial, hundred percent. And we leverage free using Netflix plays and all different kinds of ways to twist it in the hook, but always offer in that short-term trial, what you want them to convert into. If you want to convert into to boot camp or a large group training, give them that. But if you need more, you got to give them some semi-private training in that.
2: And to, the, to that point, you may be able to start with, well, if you're, if you lead with over-delivering, right? And you're plugging everybody into kind of your bread and butter highest, not only say highest tier, but like a, a good offering to where they understand the different levels. You can downgrade, right? You can sell, you can uh, downsell somebody into a lower membership than what they kind of experienced. That's a natural understanding process. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get somebody who's willing to pay more for something they've never experienced. Like Tim said earlier, it's not going to happen.
1: And if it does, it's going to be a fluke, but once in a while, it's not a small percentage. Yeah, that's not how you, that's not the the place I'm gambling in. Mm And you don't even gamble. And so I
2: don't gamble, know. so you can guarantee that one.
1: Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> that's it for this show. Take this, work it, massage it into your into your gym, into your business. Got some good stuff to, to share with you guys coming up in a couple future episodes. Stay tuned. Please give us a review rating if you haven't, and uh, share this with another gym owner if you if you have yeah. not. Thank you, guys. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next show. Bye.